right, day 230. Welcome back to the Windows and Mirrors podcast. I'm Keith. I'm John. And this is a podcast where we're trying to show you that the Bible is more like a window than it is a mirror. We come to it to see through it and to see God, not to it to primarily look at it and see ourselves. All right. The Book of Jonah. Book of Jonah. Man, one episode, we're going to get through the whole... The whole book. whole book of Jonah. All right. So Jonah, familiar story. Right. Um, But... I think one of the things we want to do on this podcast is make things that are familiar fresh. Right. Right. Yeah, and yeah. so we want to see see it in a new light, see it in a new perspective. Jonah is one of the only, well, he's the only prophet right. whose, uh, whose book is merely narratival. Right. Right. Like, so it's a narrative a instead, story, of, yeah. instead of just like him just chatting, right. <laughs> telling the folks, y'all do this, y'all do that. He really only <laughs> declares like five words I know. to the Ninevites, um, but it's mostly a story. And yeah. we learn so much about God and what he wants of us. Yeah. Yeah. God and what he wants. And you learn a whole lot about um, apathy and mm. compassion. Mm. Right. Mm. So, I mean, that's what this book is about. Right. So yeah. I think it's like this, right. The best framework that we can have is this apathy is this. It's when a love for mm. yourself yeah. crowds out the ability to love other people. Oh, that's good. Compassion is when a love for other people mm-hmm. crowds out this self-love on the inside, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So the story starts off, yeah. and it's just this. Look, the word of the Lord came to Jonah, right? Yeah, We've yeah. talked about it time and time again. Man, when it comes to obeying God, yo, clarity is never our problem. Mm. It's not, mm. I just don't know what God wants. It's yeah. that, nah, I know what God wants, mm. and I don't want that same thing. So God calls Jonah, Jonah, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I thought I said Noah. God calls <laughs> Jonah Sincerely, man. to go to Nineveh, yeah. and instead, he's like, yo, man, I'm going to get on this boat yeah. and go to Tarshish. Tarshish, which actually, Nineveh is, what, northeast from where he is, mm-hmm. yep. Tarshish? Southwest. <laughs> so he's like, man, I'm getting on a boat. The this first brother, thing smoking, I'm going in the opposite direction. This brother went <laughs> in the total opposite direction. Like the text doesn't even say he said anything, thought about it. He's like, Jonah went to Tarshish. Right. And it mentioned it three times in like the first few verses. Yeah. Jonah went to Tarshish. He paid the fare, uh, went down to Tarshish <laughs> from the Lord's Red. Like it just keeps saying it. And literally this text is going to describe this like downward spiritual decline yeah, yeah, yeah. of of Jonah and you see that when we run from God's presence when we run from what he calls us to the only way th- there's no there's no going up right right yeah. and so it'll say yo um my man Jonah's like yo he went down to Joppa verse 3 to find a ship and it goes down into the ship uh verse 3 again and then he goes down to the lowest part of the ship verse 5 and he ends up in verse 17 finally deep down in the sea in this whale's mouth. Yeah, and yeah. so we just see this spiritual decline from down, running from God. Down, down, yeah, down. There's no going up when you're running from God. Ah, oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah. God chases him though. Yeah. This is the thing, right? Yo, the craziest thing about this story is that um, bro, the pagans. Yeah, as I was gonna say too. <laughs> are calling out to their God. Yeah. And Jonas, look, look. There's this big storm, mm-hmm. and Jonah's fast asleep He's on not. the bottom of the boat, right? Yeah. We remember Jesus fast asleep mm-hmm. in the bottom of the boat. Mm-hmm. Both of them are asleep in the midst of the storm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jonah is apathetic. He really 
doesn't care what mm. goes on. Yeah. And the thing that, man, that is just drawn out here is, yo, apathy looks a whole lot like peace. Mm. It looks like mm. I'm okay. It looks like yeah. things are fine. It looks like mm. humility, but really it's, yo, you're rotten at the core. Yeah. yeah. I, oh, that's good. Yeah. Mm. Like you said, bro, <clears throat> they all call out to their gods. And then they wake Joan up. They're like, bro, fall in line, bro. Like, what are you doing? You don't see a storm out here. And again, this book, one of the things that this book is going to do over and over, I wish we had time to talk yeah. about all of it. It's just irony, right? Yeah. Like, so it's just the ironic twist yeah. of things not being what you think they would be. Right. So Jonah should be calling on them to pray. Right. They're calling on Jonah to pray, right? And so and they Jonah's can't- Jonah's like, yo, that's really me. Y'all. He's like, all right, let me keep it a book. <laughs> it's really my fault. <laughs> You know, and he's like, man, they're like, who are you? Where are you from? He was like, no, 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 man, I'm a Hebrew. I fear the Lord. And the irony is you fear the Lord, but yeah. you're running from right. <laughs> the Lord, right? And so he says all these things. And he's like, like you said, like, yo, man, it's on me, bro. Y'all could just throw me over, man. Like, <laughs> maybe that'll help. <laughs> bro, notice, right, the compassion of the pagans. Yeah. They're like, nah, man. Hey, man. Nah, man. Keep we'll trying. Yeah. Throw over this cargo, man. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like, too, you know, Jonah is running because he doesn't want to preach to Gentiles right. or the nations. And yeah. he ends up preaching <laughs> right. to the Gentiles right. and telling them that he serves yeah. Yahweh. And what you see is they throw him over and they end up, yeah, serving Yahweh. Right. So, in other words, <laughs> even in Jonah's disobedience, God's going to use it. God is still going to get the nations to worship him. Yeah. Right. And they turn to the Lord. Right. And it's just yep. so ironic. Chapter two comes, my man gets swallowed by this fish. Yeah. Um, and even to the point where, yeah, like we would think, oh, you're dead, right? You you, you get thrown over in a storm, it's a wrap, right? Oh, like there's there's no coming yeah. back. And we see God's grace. But and also mercy. it's so crazy. Like like some people would even like some interpreters throughout the years have even thought that Jonah actually died. Ah. Uh-huh. But the text doesn't say right. that. However, G- Jesus will point to this and say, yo, like the son of man will be on earth three days and three nights. Yeah. Um, and he prays in the belly of this fish talking about, you've sent my body to Sheol and right. pit. This is death language. Yeah. But we see God bringing things that should have died, life out of places where death should have yeah. been. Two things, bro. First thing is this, man. Jonah was drowning. Mm-hmm. God sent him a fish. He spent three days in the belly of the sh- of fish. Yeah. It was uncomfortable. Yeah. Sometimes God's mercy, yo, is uncomfortable. Mm, mm. It'll save your life, but it's uncomfortable. Mm, and mm. he's in there, yo. Yeah. And most folks think that, or the way that we've heard this is, he got swallowed up by this fish, and he was like, all right, Lord, if you'll give me one more chance, I'll preach. Yeah. Jonah doesn't ask for another chance. At all. No. And I've heard people say that, and they it, preach, he doesn't ask for another He doesn't. This is a prayer of repentance and thanksgiving god God. i was dead and you saved me yeah yeah absolutely and the thing that's crazy is you know we just see god's sovereignty so god sends the storm in verse one if you see the text and then in uh chapter two he commands yeah the fish right to spew jonah out right onto the land yeah and so one of the things, the big things of this book is that God is in complete, utter control beyond our even comprehension, right. Mm. right? Like God is sovereign. That's what we mean by sovereign. God is in control, right? Yeah. He He gets Jonah out of this. Yeah. And so, and then we just see God wants people saved, bro. 
Yeah. He's going to do whatever he needs to do to get people saved. Jonah gets vomited out on the land. Yeah. And all right, now Jonah's like, man, I got to go to Nineveh now. Yeah. Goes to Nineveh and preaches a five-word sermon. Announces a message of judgment. Doesn't even talk about the hope. At know? all. And the crazy thing is, it, it says the city's a three-day journey. Yeah. After the first day, yeah. folks get on nice. the phone, tweet, texting throughout the whole city. Everybody right turns and they're like, yo, who knows? God may turn. He may relent. And what you see is like, bro, you never know the effects of obedience. Just mm. even small obedience. Mm. A nation turns. Mm. Seems like good news. Mm. Jonah's salty, bro. Mm. He's mm. mad. Oh, that's, it was the most period. I've read Jonah a ton of times, and it's like, I never realized how mad this brother is. He's mad. He's like, oh, God. God, kill me now. I'm ready to die. Kill In chapter me, four, you see some of his motivation. He's like this, yo, God, I knew it. Mm. And what mm -hmm. he does is he takes the character of God Mm -hmm. Compassionate, slow to anger, Man, ready to forgive. Yeah. And he indicts God with it. Mm. Why? Mm. Because, all right, Nineveh is Assyria. Yeah. Assyria is the nation that God is going to send to judge them. Yeah. Jonah is a prophet, knows things are going to go bad for us. Yeah. So it seems like he thinks, yo, mm -hmm. I don't preach to them. Mm -hmm. They'll never have a chance to repent. Yeah. If they don't have a chance to repent, yeah. God's going to wipe them out. If God wipes them out, yeah. God ain't going to wipe us that out. Yeah. And so he doesn't preach out of self-interest. Mm. And then when God shows his goodness mm. to his enemies, mm -hmm. Jonah's salty. Yeah. Yeah. And many have said, like, man, there's a, cent a hint of, like, ethnocentrism yeah. here. And, um, man, there's so much we could just unpack with that. but. I just think about the way that like God just loves our enemies, mm. like people we hate and mm. despise. Hate, God has hate, hate. so much compassion right. and love for, and we just see, yeah, like, man, God is just, again, bro, in control. And one of the things you said about prophecy, Jonah doesn't say anything about Yahweh. He doesn't say anything about the law. He didn't nah. say anything about which our sins were. He just right. said 40 days and then it would be destroyed. And you see that it doesn't happen, like you said, bro. Yeah. And once again, prophecy is not primarily about telling the future. Right. It's about evoking a response. When to God the wants to judge people, yeah. God's just going to judge them. You feel me? When God gives a message of prophecy, yeah. it's so that people repent. Yeah. People repent. And so, yeah, we just see here, everybody repents except Jonah in this book. <laughs> and so this is the ultimate irony. The Gentiles are being more spiritually responsive yeah. than a... Israelite, right, right, and we just see this is make, going to make way for the New Testament, yeah, and how the Gentiles, us, yeah. come into the kingdom, of God. bro. And I love how the book ends, right? So the book starts with the word of the Lord came to Jonah, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it gave Jonah something to do that exposed what was wrong in his heart. Mm. And the book ends with the word of the Lord. Jonah yeah. doesn't speak. We don't know how all of this re resolves. Yeah, Jonah's mad, mm. and you see him go back and forth with God over this plant. plant yeah but it's like this like what 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 you see is his emotions are directly tied to mm. this plant that gave him shade that helped him out and now mm. the plant died yeah 
And God's like, man, you've got compassion on this plant. Yeah. And then God ends off and he says, yo, shouldn't I have compassion on this land? And people. Yeah. Spiritually ignorant. Yes. And then he even goes on and says, the cattle, right? So God's yeah. like, my compassion mm. extends here. Mm. And I think the book ends with Jonah being silent because mm. there's nothing else that he can say, right? That it's like his perspective is changed. That once you see how God sees, mm. then I think you can feel how God feels and our compassion mm. grows as yeah. we look at the world through the lenses that God has. And the beauty is that Christ comes in to help us see the same things. And when we won't see the same things, mm. he goes into the belly of the tomb and is raised three days later to come out and to gladly proclaim yeah. God's compassion and forgiveness. Amen. To Amen. All. Let's pray. Yeah. Yeah. Father, we thank you um, just for your compassion and love for people. God, I pray that uh, we wouldn't be apathetic um, but that we would have the same compassion that you have for yes. people who don't know you, for people who are on the outskirts, people who we see as other. God, help us to remember that you love our enemies more than we hate them. Mm. Yes, God. It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.